Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is John, chapter 15. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, we pray that we would remain in Jesus, that we would be in him, and that we would bear fruit, accomplish good things. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. John 15. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch that does not bear fruit in me, he removes it. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes it, in order that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Remain in me, and I in you, just as the branch is not able to bear fruit from itself unless it remains in the vine, so neither can you unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. The one who remains in me, and I in him, this one bears much fruit. For apart from me you are not able to do anything. If anyone does not remain in me, he is thrown out as a branch and dries up, and they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. If you remain in me, and my words remain in you, ask whatever you want, and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit, and prove to be my disciples. Just as the Father has loved me, I also have loved you. Remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and remain in his love. I have spoken these things to you in order that my joy may be in you and your joy may be complete. This is my commandment, that you love one another just as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. No longer do I call you slaves, because the slave does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends, because everything that I have heard from my Father I have revealed to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you, and appointed you, that you should go and bear fruit, and your fruit should remain, in order that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. These things I command you, that you love one another. If the world hates you, you know that it has hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love its own. But because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, for this reason the world hates you. Remember the word that I said to you, A slave is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will keep yours also. But they will do all these things to you on account of my name, because they do not know the one who sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would not have sin. But now they do not have a valid excuse for their sin. The one who hates me hates my father also. If I had not done among them the works that no one else did, they would not have sin. But now they have both seen and hated both me and my father. But this happened so that the word which is written in their law would be fulfilled, they hated me without a reason. When the Advocate comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of Truth, who proceeds from the Father, that one will testify about me, and you also will testify, because you have been with me from the beginning. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. Chapter 15 continues Jesus' words to his disciples, 
on their last evening together before his crucifixion. It starts with another of the I am statements of Jesus. I am the true vine. Jesus is perhaps referencing Isaiah 5, where the vineyard is Israel. Jesus is the true vine, the true Israel. The vineyard in Isaiah 5 was not producing good fruit. God wants fruit. Jesus says his disciples are branches coming from the vine. It is obvious if the branch is no longer connected to the vine, it will die. So the main point that Jesus is stressing here is that we have to be connected to him. Another point is that God wants fruit. Fruit is how we live our lives. It includes, but is not limited to bringing other people to Jesus. Jesus also mentions pruning. I think this would be getting rid of sins in our lives. It is a painful process that we have to work through, but it ends up with much more fruit for God. Good works. The way we live our lives. Just like the nutrients come from the vine into the branches, so we can ask for anything and it will be done for us when we are in Jesus. In order to remain in Jesus, we need to keep his commandments, not perfectly or being saved by works, but not ignoring his commandments, repenting when we sin. Jesus repeats his command that we love each other. Again, he points out how he loves us and shows that by dying for us. Then he talks about how outsiders will look at Jesus and those connected to him. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If we are connected to Jesus, people will persecute us. Not because of us, but because they hate Jesus. Why? Because Jesus shows that they are sinners. And when we are in Jesus, it will also make that obvious to them. And then they don't have an excuse for their sin. Then Jesus again promises the Holy Spirit as a witness and says that they will also be witnesses because they have been with Jesus. In a smaller way, we can be witnesses too to what Jesus has done in our lives. By our works, we show the fruit in our lives is a witness to people around us that we are with Jesus. And now for a deeper dive. Can a Christian be lost? Or once you are saved, is it settled for good? Jesus makes it conditional in verses 5 and 6 with the word if. I am the vine, you are the branches. The one who remains in me, and I in him, this one bears much fruit. For apart from me you are not able to do anything. If anyone does not remain in me, he is thrown out as a branch and dries up and they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. We have to remain in Jesus. How do we remain in Jesus? Verse 10, If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments, and remain in his love. We have to be doing what Jesus commanded us. Jesus isn't saying perfect obedience, because we know only Jesus was perfectly obedient. But if we are intentionally breaking Jesus' commands, then we have a big problem. John goes into this in the book of 1 John, chapter 2, verse 1. My little children, I am writing these things to you in order that you may not sin. And if anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous one. And he is the propitiation for our sins, 
and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. And by this we know that we have come to know him, if we keep his commandments. The one who says, I have come to know him, and does not keep his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in this person. But whoever keeps his word, truly, in this person the love of God has been perfected. By this we know that we are in him. The one who says that he resides in him ought also to walk, just as that one walked. So, are we keeping Jesus' commands? Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible, copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.